your favorite pick me up. I am so excited to be talking to you guys today. I feel like today is just one of those days when I really need it. Like I just need to get my thoughts out. And I also really want to get you guys hyped up for fall and update you on everything that's been going on. So roll the clip. begin um basically the last few weeks have been pretty good for me i am getting finally settled and into a routine of sorts in boston but obviously like things have been happening with moving and everything um i think it is hard to make friends in your 20s in a new place when you know, people have been here for two years post-grad and you're kind of randomly coming in, which isn't to say, like, other people aren't randomly coming in, but I sometimes am feeling like no one else is, like, really trying to make friends and I'm, like, alone in that, but it has been going pretty well, so I met a few people, been, you know, just trying to go out of my comfort zone and put myself out there to make friends. Uh, I will say my rose for this week is that I joined a soccer league and it's been like on the turf under the lights and it just makes me so happy to get to play again and you know people that I'm playing with are super competitive so just like getting back into the spirit and everything and last night we won and it was just like literally at 10 p.m. so I was exhausted but I was also just like fueled by it because you know playing soccer is something that I love so much and I guess I'll talk about it later but I've been also loving playing tennis. I just feel like fall is perfect for sports and getting outside just because it just starts becoming that perfect 60 degrees where when you're running outside, you don't need a jacket or anything, but you're not like sweltering. So that's been great. Um, I went to Nantucket last weekend with my mom and it was the best trip ever. Um, I am so, so grateful that my mom wanted to come with me and we got to do a weekend, just the two of us, because I don't know, just moving away from home is sometimes hard because you don't get to have those like long types of connections that you normally would because going on a trip with someone like it just really catches you up and just makes you so happy because you get to share like every moment with them and I just miss like that quality time so much so I was really excited last weekend. Nantucket is crazy you guys it's like the most cohesive place that I've ever been it's like they mandated every cottage to look like a certain way and have like a certain vibe and it is not touristy at all like I thought it was going to be like a lot of people I don't know just like taking pictures like trying to I don't know maybe just like being obnoxious which like I'm a tourist too so I'm probably adding to that um but no not at all like everyone was super like proper and super like New England preppy just how you would imagine 
and the beaches were beautiful. We loved going out to dinner. We biked everywhere because we didn't bring a car. So one day we literally like biked 12 miles and went on a run in the morning and had like 10,000 steps and I was like I'm actually like at a camp for working out and I'm not on vacation but you know it just happens like that sometimes on vacation when you're you know active and everything so my mom and I were loving it there and I was so sad to leave because it was Labor Day weekend that we went there so it kind of felt like summer was ending almost as we ended our trip but I actually extended summer, so don't worry, guys, <laughs> because um, this past weekend, or I guess that was two weekends ago that I went to Nantucket, so then this past weekend, I went to Martha's Vineyard, so I've just been on kind of an island tour, <laughs> if you will, so that was also really fun, too. Um, different vibe. Nantucket is about, like, a, I would say maybe 15-minute drive to like a farther away place on the island except Martha's Vineyard is like a 40 to 50 minute drive to a faraway place on the island like I don't know how much it would be if you drove around each of the islands but I mean a 50 minute drive is like a pretty big island and on Martha's Vineyard I went with Tommy and we didn't have a car so that was a little bit more difficult when not having a car in Nantucket was pretty easy because we could bike everywhere um, on Martha's Vineyard, we actually rented a moped and we explored the island that way as well as a bike the first day. So we didn't have to, um, you know, have the moped for the whole time. But the Martha's Vineyard is definitely different because there's like three different towns and they all have kind of different things to offer. So Vineyard Haven is like a quiet part. Oak Bluffs is like a really like party scene kind of. And then, um, Edgartown is where like the old like really like classy people are I guess and so that was interesting we mopeded to this cliff where we actually found um the most beautiful like red rocks and it was like way in the boondocks of the island like it was 40 minutes away there was like no houses it was basically just like horses on the way there it was like farms and stuff and so it was really pretty to go there on the moped and I felt like I was like in Italy or something and then we finally get there to the cliffs and it's beautiful and we're hiking around we eventually make it to the beach where we're just like walking up and down the beach like exploring or whatever and then we come to find out that there are six girls next to us running and I'm like oh, that's weird, like, that girl must have a tan bathing suit on, because, like, I just, like, didn't see at first, you know, when you, like, think someone's naked because, like, they have a tan bathing suit on, but then I look again, and they all look like that, and so, turns out, we had been walking onto a naked beach in Martha's Vineyard, which I've never seen before, and this is not, like, a France topless beach vibe, where people just take their tops off to tan and stuff, it was literally, like, butt naked people, that were walking around and not even laying down just like literally walking around and I was shook to my core so that was a very interesting part of the weekend um and then the rest of the weekend was great Tommy and I got very competitive in tennis um because we have been watching the U.S. Open um shout out Carlos for his win and we watched Serena and everything so that was really fun we've been getting super competitive with that 
and overall a great weekend. I think those are all my updates. My creative of the week is Will DeFreeze. I have been listening to the Sunday Scaries podcast by him and it's just a very fall like vibe to the podcast. It's meant to be your cure for the Sunday Scaries. That's why it's called that. So every Sunday he comes out with an episode where he talks like way too in-depth about things that like honestly don't need to be talked like spoken in depth about I guess like he'll be like asked from a listener what is your favorite type of pants and he'll go on like a 10 minute rant about like what pants the details the brands the colors the season like whatever it's like ranking his favorite months he takes 20 minutes to do it but somehow it's still very captivating and it's just like a calming thing to have on in the background so if you guys want to check out that I just think it's a cool idea you know like sometimes social media can be so stressful but he kind of just brings a light and like calming presence to it so I love that his hometown is also Harbor Springs so so he talks about Michigan a lot which I obviously like and can relate to my good news is that there's so much good content right now like there's so many shows starting so many sporting events going on the Emmys were two nights ago now um I have been watching the Bachelorettes and like not religiously this season obviously because there's just not a a lot going on I feel like it's just kind of out like no one is that tuned in if that makes sense like I feel like everyone's kind of half watching but it is really nice for me sometimes to have it on just in the back while I'm just doing some mindless tasks at work so I'm watching that if you guys are watching my favorite guy was Aiden and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but that was my favorite guy. Um, for Rachel, and then for Gabby, my favorite guy. Who was my favorite guy? Um, oh, Johnny. He was my favorite guy. Okay, and then the U.S. Open. Obviously, I mentioned I watched that. Um, also, Partner Track is a show on Netflix I've heard about that... I have been recommended. I'm going to start that. I also have been watching like a lot of YouTube vlogs. I have been watching House of Dragon with Tommy. I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but I've really been liking it. It's kind of fun just because it's so, I don't know, like it's so captivating. Like it's reminds me of if there was like a Harry Potter movie but like super violent and then it just keeps going every week or something I don't know I just like thought Game of Thrones was gonna be way different or it's House of Dragon but like the vibe was way different than what it is because the storyline is really cool and it's kind of takes effort to understand but I do like that about it so been watching that um what else oh yeah I just finished a book called The Golden Couple about this couple in DC and a bunch of drama happens pretty scary book and I'm kind of transitioning into like fall books and that is a good like thriller fall book um I'm also reading Carrie Soto is back which is by Taylor Jenkins Reid and it's a tennis book about a tennis star so really into that right now and yeah just all things fall but um that is not the exact 
um, topic of today's episode. It was just something that I wanted to talk about for fun. So today's episode, I'm sure you guys saw by the title, but I forgot to introduce it, so sorry. It is going to be three ways that I deal with criticism slash failure because I actually realized that I'm not great at this. Um, I think that when people make fun of me, I am not really upset by it as much. Like, I will laugh normally. Like, I'll get kind of offended sometimes, but generally, if someone is making fun of me about something light and whatever, like, if I tripped, I'll, like, die laughing. But sometimes there's certain things that I can be super sensitive about, and if someone makes a comment or criticizes me about that, it's, like, kind of... I've already beat myself up over it and so them mentioning it is like just digging me deeper into a hole and basically I had a day last week where at work I didn't like mess anything up but when I tried to do something it essentially didn't go through and our client was like kind of upset about it and then my um, manager was like saying oh, what did you do wrong? But I was like, I really didn't do anything wrong. And I didn't know what to say, like, oh, I did it right. Or should I just say sorry, like, I don't know what went wrong. It turns out there was actually a problem with the system. So it really wasn't even my fault. But we didn't figure out that out till like the end of the day. So I was like really beating myself up in just the first moments because obviously I'm pretty new at my job. But having the client be upset about something, it just puts pressure on you to fix the problem. And if you don't know what you did wrong, you don't know what the problem is. It's just like kind of a spiral that I was going down. And I was thinking about how I do get offended um, if anyone criticizes my work because I hold myself to a very high standard in terms of like academics and like whatever and I'm not saying that to be like oh my god like I hold myself to such a high standard like blah 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 like I can feel like that sounds sort of like pick me like annoying but I'm just saying like I sometimes that's not even good like to expect so much of yourself because when you make a mistake it's like the end of the world and you shut down and it's like someone who could let it roll off their back is much more productive than you and honestly like more mature and can just handle the situation and I think this will come with time it's not like I've been like super babied like I can't deal with anyone telling me I've done something wrong like that's not the case I just think when you're trying something new you want to be really good at it and impress people because leaving a first impression on someone is very important and if that first impression is negative it kind of can stick you know just from a practical perspective and so that's why I was like upset because I'm trying to impress these people like I just started you know I want to seem like I'm a good asset to the team and so I was kind of going down a spiral and I also was dealing with a personal personal issue where I was being criticized for something where kind of I mentioned earlier so something that I'm super insecure about and like trying been trying to work on in myself for honestly so long someone pointed out and criticized in a very passive aggressive like way and it really upset me because I was already upset at myself and then they were saying something about it and it's just like I don't even know how to say sorry to that person because 
I am already so upset at myself that I like can't even like get the words out sometimes if that makes sense like I am so sorry but like I literally shut down because I'm so upset at myself and so I was trying to think of like ways that I can deal with this and like what can help me so I was just kind of in a bad place and I was able to like get out of it I'm not gonna say this like would work every time but I did want to share like three ways that I kind of reconciled feeling this way um it was kind of rough but I was feeling positive at the end of the day so I think that this would be like something that could help someone else because I mean we all experience criticism and sorry to go on like a quick tangent but I actually requested um I don't know if you guys will get positive feedback like at work or in school or anything but I remember distinctly in ninth or tenth grade I told my journalism teacher that I would like if he put some positive feedback on my pieces like my articles because everything that he wrote was very aggressive and negative and I felt like every time I submitted an article like it would have basically be torn apart which is fine and fair because it's his paper and he wants to edit it how he can but uh my request was to can we also like if I write a really good sentence or I phrase something in a really interesting way um I open something and it's a really gravitating line or something can we also put some positive feedback and every time that he would write positive feedback on my papers he would be like requested by you like with a winky face and like always make me feel guilty for asking for that positive feedback but it like that's how I work like if someone is criticizing me I shut down and if someone is positive towards me I will be like okay I'm going to continue doing that I just feel a lot more motivated when obviously I'm not going to do everything right and I need to be corrected. I'm not saying I shouldn't be corrected, but I'm also saying it is nice to sometimes get that positive validation as well. And it's encouraging to just keep on going and to know what I can do the same next time because I'm already doing that well. And that just kind of ties into the three ways. So the first way to deal with like criticism or failure is to zoom out, I think. And in my brain, zooming out is just like gaining perspective. So, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard like, is this going to matter in two weeks? Is this going to matter in two months? Is this going to matter in two years? Like if you're experiencing some sort of someone criticized you like at work when I, they were like, what did you do wrong? Like, what are you doing? Like feeling just low in that way, it can help to just be like, okay, like, does this really matter and just going back to an analogy I've also said on the podcast like the large balls in life are things that are really really important and vital to your well-being and your overall life and your values and the little balls are things that if you drop it is a problem but you can recover and I felt like most of the time things that I have done that have been mistakes or failures or things that I can't control that go wrong have been things that in five years they're not going to matter. So just gaining that perspective and thinking about it in a different way. So something at work that went wrong, just like it did a few days ago, 
I thought about, okay, like, I went on this walk, and I was like, okay, is this really going to matter in two months? Like, am I going to get fired? It's like, no, I'm not going to get fired. I'm learning, and I can make this up. I'm going to work extra hard later today, and so that kind of perspective that you get, sometimes I feel like people can get so just like defensive right away and if you just take in the criticism listen to it and then process it in your brain of how important it is truly in your life and your well-being that can be super just like productive for the future and I don't know I just feel like it really helps to not take things as seriously in those moments where you feel like the world is crumbling down and you're spiraling you know um, not taking things like so, so deeply and understanding that it's going to be okay. You know, at the end of the day, you are going to be okay. And the reason I'm looping in criticism towards yourself and how to deal with it with failure is because I feel like a lot of times it goes hand in hand, like you fail at something and then you're criticized, but that could not always be the case. Um, and that's what I kind of want to talk about in the second So the second way to deal with criticism is to figure out if this criticism is valid or not. So in my case, it actually wasn't really valid because I didn't do something wrong, but um, I didn't figure that out till later. So I did think it was valid and what I did to combat that. So if someone criticizes you and it is valid, like my work thing, or the personal thing that happened to me that someone criticized me for, it was a valid thing that I have a flaw on and I've been trying to work on, but it was valid, you know, it's it was something that I messed up on. And so if it is valid, what I think my advice is, is to, you know, put the energy that you are feeling negatively towards yourself towards something productive to not fix the issue, but just to have a renewed sense of energy going forward and be intentional about your next action. So at work, I did like stay a little late that day, made sure everything was squared away before I left for the day because you can't go back in time and change your mistakes, but you can put that energy towards something else. So like it takes so much energy to be mad at yourself the whole day. And if you used an ounce of that energy to be productive and to repair the situation, or if you can't repair the situation just to improve yourself in the future, that is an amazing way to deal with a valid criticism. Because I mean, acknowledging that you did something wrong is healthy, but beating yourself up for hours is not healthy. So what I did about the personal thing that I messed up was that I wrote down in my journal, like, I am upset about this. Like, I'm so sorry that I did this. And I'm so sorry that I can't go back and fix it. But next time I will not do that. And I will be just like more attentional, more alert. And to do that, I just want to maybe not have my AirPods in as much because I feel like sometimes my brain is just like clouded by listening to things all day. So that was like an actual item that I took after I realized it was a valid criticism of me. So if it's an invalid criticism, someone like comments on your body or something and you're very healthy and everything like that, but they decide to criticize you for something that 
just isn't their place to do or isn't valid at all. So it's basically like a baseless criticism. I think what you can do here is to just remember that if they're your friend, you are choosing to hang out with them. So having that kind of jab towards you, if it is worth confronting them, and you guys can go to my confrontation episode to see if you think it or if I think it should be worth confronting them like if it's a big deal then yeah you should say something and I'm not going to claim I would say something because sometimes I do get shy about like confrontation and going through with just like having those awkward conversations but if it's not like at work I'm not going to obviously say something like if someone wrongly criticizes me because I'm at the bottom of the total pole currently um But I don't want to build resentment towards, like, anyone who criticizes me that I can't control and that has to stay in my life. So I think just, like, in this case, what I would do is just, like, take a deep breath and think about what this person might have going on in their life. I think what helps me is just, like, humanizing people, like obviously everyone's human but if I'm thinking about like this person isn't just a random at the end the other side of my screen that wants to like tear me down you know or this person said something to me uh for example about my body and I was upset by it but it might just be a reflection of their own life and their own experiences so just like there's nothing you really can do in that situation if you're not going to confront them it's just like thinking a little bit about what they might have going on and you know maybe it isn't about you because it's probably not in most cases if it's like a baseless criticism um and then the third thing is to reaffirm the things that you do well so as I was thinking about you know myself spiraling and all of that um I was thinking about how can I you know get my confidence back because a lot of times when you get criticized it takes you know a bit out of your confidence it's a blow to who you are and who you I guess want to be for example for me when someone criticizes me for like taking a job where it's more cushy than like a public health job on the ground because it's like less I guess directly helping people what I'm doing than what other people are doing that graduated from my master's in public health program this is just a random whatever but I can think about things that I did do well in making this choice because through my job right now I'm actually like doing some sort of volunteering so there's a push and pull and everything isn't black and white and so I can think about if someone is criticizing me for being you know too loud or like too annoying or something I can think about what do I do well like I am very loving to my friends and family and I am very positive and that already makes me feel better because you can't do everything you know perfectly and I think why I get so upset about criticism sometimes is because like I want to be like I have this perfect image of myself where I like am good at everything and I'm so unrealistic like I'm not good at everything and even just admitting that is kind of like making me happy because I'm like 
I really don't care. Like, sometimes when I want to be good at everything, it's, like, makes me care so much about, like, such little things that don't matter. And I just want to not care about those things and just, like, live my life and not be, like, hyper-analyzing every move that I make. And I would also recommend you guys listen to, actually, Jay Shetty. I don't know if that's a podcast anyone knows. It's called On Purpose. Yeah. And I'm not, like, a huge, huge Kardashian person, but I do like Kendall. And so I listened to the episode, and she was talking about – this is not revolutionary in the slightest, but she was talking about how she can be very hard on herself and – to help this she put like a picture of herself as a child on her mirror and she like will think about it every time she says something negatively about herself and I, I don't think you have to go that far but honestly like thinking about sometimes the way that I can talk to myself when I'm upset at myself or when I'm criticizing myself for someone who criticized me like because I'm so upset that they criticized me because like I am upset with myself even more than they're upset with me, if that makes sense. Or even in general, if someone isn't criticizing me and I'm just criticizing myself, it does help to think about, you know, that innocent child that, like, you are deep down and that sometimes, like, we're all human and we all make mistakes. And if you get criticized for them, taking these three steps to try to, you know, improve that and even like writing things down, writing down how you feel about the whole situation is also kind of therapeutic and just makes me feel better. Um, I wanted to make this like a fun fall episode, but for some reason I felt like talking about criticism because I think it happens to a lot of people and it's kind of hard to deal with and just hard to manage in general but I think that is all I have for you guys this week I am so happy to get back into recording I want to be more consistent and do it weekly but with work it is hard to keep up with so I'm just going to try my best and I am so happy that I have gotten the chance to today and I will see you guys when I talk to you next. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.